0: Three, two, one. What is going on, you guys? My name is Justin Minnick, and this is The Minnick Mindset, a series we talk and debate, discuss important topics, and I share in my mindset. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time on The Minnick Mindset, we have the first <laughs> female on. <laughs> <laughs> and this is this has gone through a long time of begging and rescheduling and just different traumatic <laughs> moments. Audrey Zyke is finally in the house for an interview. <laughs> Oh my gosh. When was the first time I like told you you were like I want be on it. It was like I the was first one. Be,
1: I was supposed to be the first one on
0: the. You're supposed to sense. be the first one, and then marching season happened, and you were everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so we couldn't get. And then I was working for TKO, so I couldn't just like up out and just be like, "Oh well, I'm not gonna like take a gig, or whatever." Because October was insane. You were everywhere traveling, right. and I was traveling too.
1: And I work full time hours. Yep. So <laughs> shout out on top of the school. <laughs>
0: on top of on top of school and everything. Audrey and I have been close since her freshman year, my sophomore year of high school. We marched together, kind of like J. She was in the marching band. We went to the Rose Bowl trip together. Shout out LHS. shameless plug. Fantastic. <coughs> Audrey, how would you describe yourself?
1: <laughs> oh, that's like my least favorite question.
0: <laughs> that's my least favorite
1: question. I would describe myself as like kind of outgoing, like the most introverted outgoing person you can meet. That's about it. Honestly, <laughs>
0: you're, you're quiet, but you're loud. You know, yeah. you're like kind of like the Bema's profile. Oh yeah, he's coming next week.
1: I know I'm so excited. I'm
0: excited to see him too. He's going to be chilling here.
1: I miss him. It's been like oh, nearly a year.
0: It's insane. It's almost been has It hasn't been longer than that? Almost two?
1: No, he left uh, last December.
0: Oh my god, that's right. In I thought I don't know, November. it just feels way longer. It does. It feels way longer that he that he's left and Distance everything. Distance
1: is like the worst thing ever when it comes to people you're close with.
0: I guess it has and everything. So, I don't know how you you saw, and this is kind of like a weird question. Like, have you listened to any of my shows or whatever? I have. I
1: I listen to your Hockey Highlights of Tonight, and I listen to your podcast and Uh, everything.
0: One, I'm honored. Secondly- I support my friends. (laughs) I I support my friends and everything. (laughs) Audrey is a TikTok star. No. Oh, goodness. (laughs) I'm
1: not a TikTok star. You're
0: pretty close, though. I
1: only have like- A thousand followers on there, and that's like basically having two followers on any social media app. It's not. It's not. (laughs) It's a joke.
0: TikTok has like, has overthrown Instagram.
1: Yeah, it's insane. I think it's because it reminds a lot of people of like Vine. Mm -hmm. I think that's like the reason why I'm on it a lot is because I go on it when I'm bored, and if I make videos, it's because I'm extremely bored or I'm like having a mental breakdown. You try to decide fun, which one it okay. is. Either either way, it's fun. Um, but I think it's just that concept of having a limited amount of time within a video and trying to fit it in. Um, that's what TikTok brings. It's like kind of like Vine when we were all like in middle school. That was like our prime thing. I
0: never had Vine. I, I was. Really? I, did, I didn't have an iPod Touch. Did whenever. you ever
1: watch like Vine compilations? Oh on yeah, YouTube? I know what Vine is. I yeah. know all
0: the classics, but I never had it. I never had an actual like like profile because like it was. It because for the longest time, whatever Vine was a big thing. Instagram didn't let you put uh, videos on. Yeah. And then uh, remember Kick yeah unfortunately (laughs) kick me kick kick me give me me your kick kick. give me your kick oh my lord (laughs) we sound so old but we're not that was
1: literally like not that was in this decade that's the craziest thing ever is that i'm seeing a bunch of videos on the internet there's like oh there's only 60 days left of 2020 think of all the things that have happened in this decade like i've lived in this like area like i used to live near like ferguson Mm -hmm. florissant whatever like bad area Mm -hmm. right um but, like, I moved here in 2010. Like, basically, my entire upbringing has been in this decade, and now it's, like, almost over. And it's, like, kind of crazy to think about that,
0: that's everything that's nuts. Happened. It's nuts. It's insane to think that um, it's been 10 years, and this is, like, you know, you're, you're only a year behind me and everything. Uh, but this is, like, kind of, like, our first 10 years of... Kind of leaving ado- leaving adolescence and going into becoming an adult, like you know, oh we have. Oh my
1: God, it's terrifying. Oh, it's
0: ter it's not only terrifying. It's just so many opportunities are in front of us, and not only do we have, you know, so many, just I'm not to so- say it like um, we have so many things that can distract distractions, I guess you can say. Yeah. Whether that just be something that's not on our phone, <laughs> just le- real life, you know crap just goes on. It gives us that sense of entitlement of like, oh, we actually have to, you know, we can't go to mom and dad anymore because my parents parents are out of money. They don't know what to do. Right. Both my parents are still working off their butt to try to get off their credit cards and everything. And uh, we were actually just talking about that with the other podcast about how, do you know what you want to do? So, like, explain to everything because everything that you're trying to do, because I don't think they know about, you know, your sea cadets and everything.
1: Okay, yeah. So... I mean, I guess we can start from like where it all began is that my plans are right now is to go into like enlist into the Coast Guard straight out of high school. That means going <coughs> to boot camp over the summer and just basically starting my life. Like and it's really scary, I think, is that because a lot of people go to college and they're still in their like teens and they're still like out partying and having all this social stuff. And, uh-huh. and my plan is to just go straight into it and not not stop and then just keep going and rising in ranks and hopefully to get to the top that's my plan so far. That started for when I went, because I'm in this youth military program called the United States Naval Sea Cadet Corps, and it just basically is this experience, and it really showed me like what I wanted to do. Now, At first, <laughs> it started when I was in like the second grade. I wanted to be in the Air Force, uh-huh. and then my sister Abby decided that she was going to try and be the first Navy SEAL. Spoiler alert, she's not the first female Navy SEAL. She's a Marine now. Uh-huh. Um, but... Yeah, and then I joined the Sea Cadets, wanted to go into the Navy, then went on a training in the Sea Cadets and decided I wanted to go in the Coast Guard, and that's what I want to do now. It's been a lot of changing over time, but I just, I decided that I didn't want to go to college because I don't really like school, if I'm being honest. Like, it's not the most fun thing in the world, and I also think that college and, like, scholar college and, like, tuitions, like, college is treated as, like, a necessity, but, like, priced like a luxury, so like it seemed like you're so you have to get to, you have to get your degree you have to do this you have to do this and it costs thousands and thousands of dollars that my family doesn't have because I work full time not because I want to <laughs> because I have to because I have to help support my family along with my parents because my dad got laid off and all that jazz you know we've been going through financial stuff like you said with your parents too yeah my parents you know?
0: lost both of their jobs twice in the past two years yeah no not fun It, it yeah, happens. No. it happens and <clears throat> I um. <clears throat> I think we were just talking about that, and, like, one of your, you know, if I may say this, but whatever, I don't think you'll mind, but we go, uh, because someone asked about your paychecks at Twisted Tree, you go, oh, yeah, I get, like, <clears throat> like $800 a paycheck. They go, oh, my God, how do you not rich? <clears throat> oh, <clears throat> they yeah. go, and then someone just goes, I give all my money to my parents. And, yeah. And that's, that's, un, that's unnecessarily just brave and courageous of you, and just... It just shows what kind of person you are.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I guess that goes back to the first question of how would you describe yourself? I guess a lot of people do. Describe me as like a generous person. Not, I'm not trying to do my own, work because I'm my least. That's one of my least favorite but things. But if it's you're like literally ego. supporting your
0: family, that's pretty much saying that you are <clears throat> go out of your way to be to do that.
1: Yeah, no, I, I definitely do, and I would. I don't have to work as many hours as I do. Um, But it's just, like, my dad got laid off last year, and then my mom ended up having to go back into the workforce after being a stay-at-home mom for, like, 20-something years. So it was just this whole situation, and then I was finally, like, of the age of getting a job and driving, so I was like, okay, I'll get a job. And my mom – so Twisted Tree, for anybody who doesn't know, is this, like, really fancy but, like, laid-back steakhouse. So it's, like, basically the whole get-up is – you go to Twisted Tree, you don't have to dress up fancy, but you get, like, a $70 steak. Like, that's the whole get-up of it. And m- in my job there, I'm, a s- like, a busser on steroids, basically. And, like, my paycheck every two weeks would be, like, anywhere from, like, $500 to $700. But all my friends always, like, like JP says, is that, like, where. Where's all your money? You know, like you're always broke. You always say that you can't like afford to go out to eat and stuff. And you know, it used to be made up where I would give my family eighty five percent of my paychecks, and then I'd keep fifteen percent to do like gas and food and whatever. Now it's more built up as I have a certain bill I have to pay for the family every month, and then I also pay my own car insurance and all my gas and food and stuff. So like if I ever need anything for school, like a calculator or a textbook. Or, like, supplies or anything, I also buy those myself just because I don't want my parents to have to worry about it. Or, like, you know, if they could, if the paycheck comes in and I'm like, hey, I need a calculator for $100, it's not really something that they need to worry about, I guess.
0: That's that's insane. And, the, and partly the reason why I wanted you on this podcast is because... <clears throat> not for someone to just sit here and just be like look at all the cool things that I that I able to do. It's more about how <clears throat> instead of taking a rough you're taking a rough situation and just looking on the bright side and you know what can I do more instead of what am I not doing enough? You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's about how <clears throat> flipping it and using it to your best advantage and taking a step back and being like you know what instead of <clears throat> bitching about you know everything i know you and i are both dying because of allergies i'm like so <laughs> coughed yeah, up your, and everything your
1: cats kill me every time i come here yeah
0: Using cats not even in this room but like I know, yeah but it's
1: the existence totally it's get in it. the presence <laughs>
0: it's the existence but you know i could it's just about taking life by the horns and just you know not and just go, going head on with it yeah you don't have to sit there and just you know bitch if you just sit there and bitch then life wins you just gotta keep oh, swinging for sure. that's the thing and uh we you know we talked about that, you know, off camera and everything about how like I talked to your brother and your brother was talking to me about saying, JP, like like I look up to you and I go, What are you talking about? He goes, just <laughs> just your admiration to like you don't get you, you don't you try and not let yourself get too high and you try not to get yourself too low. Yeah. Like I remember um I remember before I got this laptop, like the laptop that we're that, recording the podcast on, yeah. we were at the mall and we were coming back from it. It was me, John, and Jackson, I think. We just ordered like my laptop. And the agreement was that we got it for Black Friday. We got a good deal on it. It was supposed to be like Christmas and birthday, whatever, uh, just graduation, something and my mom calls me and saying, "Hey, dad didn't get the job. You're going to have to return the laptop. You're not going to you're going to have to cancel the order." I
1: remember that. And
0: I just go oh, like instead of me going, "Oh, man, yeah," and just like fussing and crying and just going off and saying just, you know, adding adding more negatives to the already positive, like already negative situation. And the fact that my mom was already just crying about it and just, you know, how she's just freaking out about bills because, you know, that's what parents are supposed oh, to yeah. do. If If they're not okay, then they just have so many other responsibilities about it's not going to be okay. And instead of me just doing that, I just just go, oh, well. Like, I was a little quiet on the way home, just overthinking, like, man, I really wanted to do so many things on that laptop to use that. Not only just to promote YouTube, rather just to do so many different things when it came to music or DJing. I just just let it go. And um, naturally, I talked to my dad. He was like, you know what? if I didn't already promise you this and we already ordered it, I would tell you to cancel, but you don't have to just keep up your payments. Just keep, you know, working, busting your ass. And I did. And my mom kind of gave me the snared look of like, he didn't cancel it. And I go, well, he didn't tell me to. So it's about right. how going to saying how I, I, I totally understand that are, your perspective. I think more people should be able to more people, I guess you should say, should not be afraid to step up? Yeah. Shouldn't be afraid to uh, go act that extra mile and some people are like, well, do I give them the money? Like, like I don't want them to feel like – in a sense, I it does hurt. You know what I mean? Because no parent wants to have their kid pay the bills that yeah, they can't. Yeah, no, that
1: affects my dad a lot. Not to cut you off. No, 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 you're that, really fine. That affects fine. my dad a lot. Is like when I first started working at when I first started working at Twisted Tree, I was like planning on keeping most of the money, and then my dad like came into my room, and I don't want to get like too personal, but he was like, Audrey, I should never have to ask like my own child this, but like I need two hundred dollars to pay this bill, and I'm like, go ahead, like I don't care. Take it, and then I just kind of, like, I don't even talk to them about it. I just kind of, like, Venmo them money anonymously (laughs) just so they don't, like, feel so bad where I'm, like, handing them all my cash, and it's, like, take this. and Like, I, you know, I don't really care as much about it as, like, they think I should. My dad says he's going to pay me back one day. I'm not expecting him to, you know. He's given me so much, and so my parents, like, my parents, I praise my parents for raising me the way that they did because, like, I see I'm surrounded by so many like, there's like no better way to say it, but like spoiled kids, you know, who like think they deserve everything. So like in your situation, when like your mom told you that you had to cancel a laptop, you just kind of like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Like and another kid would flip out and say like, why would you do this to me? Like, I don't understand. And you know, I praise my parents for raising me like that. I think that I owe a whole lot of what I know to them. And so I just feel like I owe it to them, you know,
0: that that's a, that's a tremendous point, And uh, your brother said the exact same thing to me, how your dad walked in the room and asked him for money. And yeah. he and his his dad and he kind of made a snide comment and said, yeah, my dad owes me this much and much or whatever. And I go, John, would you rather have all that money in your bank account or a roof over your head?
1: Right. No. Yeah. And so. I mean, like for John, he's younger, too. Oh, yeah. You know, like I, you know, I, I feel like I've matured <coughs> a lot since I've like gotten a job and started like helping out my family and all this stuff. Um, and I feel like I've matured a lot. John's still like this fifteen-year-old kid, and he mm-hmm. was so proud because all that money, like, it wasn't something he like. I he had like seven hundred dollars in his bank account, but it wasn't like me where I work for two weeks and then I get no, that amount of money. he saved all his shit. He saved all of that over the course of like three years, and then it was all gone, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I can, I, I feel, I feel so, bad for him, but yeah. it's just like how it's just life, man. Like, yeah, it's rough, you know. The, yeah. The, oh yeah, the way the economy is right now and the way like the world works, it's just. You know, like people aren't getting paid enough and Mm -hmm. it's hard to get by. And especially with my family, Mm -hmm. my parents are probably the best suited personalities to raise five kids because I have four siblings, but we do not have the financial stability to raise five kids, send like one of them for college for a couple of years, send another to college and then support the rest of them while we're still at home while also like trying to help with those loans and stuff. And they're trying so hard to like support us and get everything we need, but it's just it's just a I
0: don't know how like my mom loses her shit, thinking about how she's gonna take care of me. Yeah, just me, one. I know, just me, one, and the dogs. You know, like <laughs> you know, all they need is shelter and food. That's it. But just me, and the fact that they have five kids in that house.
1: I don't know what they were thinking of. Big house.
0: <laughs> like you, you, d- you don't think. That's the thing. Well, well you yeah, do what like, you do. What you you think for? You prepare for the worst and hope for the best. That's what you have to do. Right. Um. But. It's about it's you know you know uh, you know you would never want to say why'd you have five kids, it's because you don't know what's gonna happen in life. Like if my mom knew that you know my dad was gonna you know really not take care of himself and keep smoking and just do so many just stupid things whatever and kind of just snap snap on her and everything she probably would have just packed up her money and left, but the fact that I'm still here and she wants to stay committed and everything and right. stuff. My mom loves my dad to death I don't want people to think and listen to this saying, wow, JP's mom's a piece of shit. No. Both my parents love each other so much, but their marriage has been hard sometimes, and I just right. had to no, take her aside. Now that
1: comes with relationships. Oh, it does,
0: exactly. Like if you're, if you're not arguing as a couple, something's wrong. Right. Yeah, your <laughs> wife is supposed to get on your nerves. Your partner <laughs> is supposed to get on your nerves. That is totally getting, but to the point where I think that, like I said before, most kids should feel not responsible, but they shouldn't be afraid to step up and say, what can I do?
1: Right. No, for sure. I just, like, I really hate seeing kids that, like – treat their parents like crap like that hurts me Uh and like my parents their plan was not to have five kids (laughs) i i tell you that their plan was to have two all right um but you know they say that god didn't have that in the plans for them and you you know my my dad's a huge huge catholic huge believer in god and jesus and like he's Uh always looking out for us and you know we're always like hoping that It'll turn out all right for us, and I, I think it will. Like we're getting out of the huge slump that we were in. Like I don't have to loan my parents as much money as I used to. You mm-hmm. know, it was it was rough when my um, when my dad first got laid off. He, because <laughs> like when when we had. When my parents had five kids, my dad had a stable job. My mom was able to stay at home with all five of us little rambunctious brats, right? Um, and it worked out. But my dad had a job in printing, and printing is a dying business because of, like, the internet. Not to be, like, a boomer, but, you know, it's a dying thing. And I'm not saying it's a horrible thing, but it definitely affected my dad, you know? He moved around from job to job. He used to work at... Um, I can't. Remember. He used to work for a Catholic newspaper, and he would do like printing and stuff for them. And then he moved on to this place called Universal Printing that was downtown. And then that went out of business. And then we were in a real crapshoot. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> and so my mom and dad both got a job at this place called the tile shop selling tile. And it turns out that my mom's a genius at it. She's like so she, <laughs> she watches so many like house flipping shows. House and hunters like and the, everything the, on the, HGTV, The property the property twins and whatever. Yep. She watches all of that. My mom's So obsessed it was with like those. the perfect job for her. And mm-hmm. you know, she's definitely excelled in that. Um she became an assistant manager within like less than a year of being there, like last year. She she was like top 42 employees of the tile shop in the entire nation. You know, she's up to get a manager position somewhere, which is like concerning to me because if, if she does get a manager position, it's not going to be in St. Louis. We're going to have to move. Uh, and, you know, that's, that's <coughs> another thing. But like, it's always just crazy to think about all the stuff that they've gone through just to like support our family. Like that's all they want to do is support our family, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think that like, coming is just comical uh, actually you know what I actually had a plan before I was with, so I'm gonna put that on the back burner. Um, you said that you know, I know you bust your ass in school. Is, is there any way that you could like like maybe like get scholarships is', is kind of is you know achieving greatness in school you know, and then going straight in the military does that give you any more credits or whatever does that give you any more boost or is it like you know what doesn't matter if you were a 1.5 in high school or, and you still get your diploma or a 4.0 in high school and you still went to the Marines does it do or into a military service does it do any different
1: not not for enlisting at least you know you can go into the ROTC scholarships which means that after you go to college get your college completely funded and then go in and, an officers and military and enlisting you do know, like you only need your GED um, and then you have to take this test. It's called the ASVAB. It's some s- long name that I can't remember, but it's oh, called, yeah. the, it's called ASVAB. the ASVAB. It's, a, it's the ASVAB. It's the ASVAB. <laughs> and that, that basically places you. Um. But what's it, what I'm thinking about doing is going straight into the Coast Guard, and then there's this thing called the GI Bill. Where basically, I work towards that, and then I can get free college and go there. But what I'm mainly worried about is being able to afford college, obviously, because my family isn't in, like – the shiniest financial situation. Neither is um, mine, dude. And okay. you know, like if I'm if I'm not getting my college completely paid for, I don't want to go. You know, and th- it's just such a big stress on them. And once once I'm out, and those bills start coming in, it's the scary time. And I'm not gonna be home to like help them, and I don't want to like lay that on like my little brothers who will still be home and possibly they're working and then get in the situation that I'm in right now. You know, so I still do bust my butt off at school, and in hopes of once i do graduate i have a good enough like um good enough like grade point average to go to college after i can get it paid for
0: that's like that's the ideal dream right there i totally understand it and the fact that you're you're not only looking for the future you're 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 showing that i don't want my future my great path to affect the lower of my siblings because you don't want that i totally get that because i I didn't think about that
1: because like i feel like my little brothers like i hold them in a very dear part of my heart you Mm -hmm. know i feel like i'm responsible for like their personalities you know Mm -hmm, i feel like i I feel like i played a part in raising them just because i have that like authority, but like power over them is that they look up to me. Like they'll come to me with their problems before they'll like, go to mom and dad. Obviously, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. if they have any personal issues, they'll like come to me. As siblings do. Um. So I just like I don't want them to get stuck in like kind of the place that I've been stuck in, where I'm like constantly broke because I'm paying for all these things. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I totally, I totally understand that because I had that same relationship with my sister. My sister was like sometimes. Either my f- closest friend or probably my only friend sometimes, uh, besides Adam or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I've and I always uh remember that, and I I don't think I've ever talked about my sister on the podcast because uh she just moved out and she's over yeah. with her boyfriend's house and she's working at she's a manager at Michael's probably making like thirteen an hour and everything nice. you know it's not, terrible, no. <clears throat> it's not terrible but it's not you know, terrible it's, it's not you know it's not you know the best raising a child yeah exactly but you know what I mean it's better than like you know Eight fifty over at McDonald's or something yeah. like that, but honestly, McDonald's is actually paying pretty well. Um, and actually speaking about that, uh, I was just reading an article on, like, everything about how um, in the next six months for the next, I think, like, two or three years, minimum wage is going to go up to, like, $0.60, cents, like, each, each semester each or something. Each year,
1: like. It, like, wants to get to, like, $12 an hour or something like that, isn't it?
0: Isn't that – yeah, isn't that insane? That, like, that, that,
1: that's crazy, but it's just – there's so many people uh, – I think from a standpoint – a lot of people look at it as, "Wow, a teen doesn't deserve to make like twelve dollars an hour because we're a teen." But like a lot of people, other people look at it as like, "You don't know what that teen,
0: s- you don't know what that teen's doing, though."
1: Well, that too, but yeah. also there's like the homeless people who need to get jobs so that they can like f- afford to like live in a home. And your if you're making eight fifty an hour, it's the only job you can get because they do have slim picking mm-hmm. off of their jobs if yeah. they don't have much. You know, they have to start from somewhere, and if that somewhere isn't even a livable wage, you know, it's like kind of. Interesting. I go back and forth on the topic because my parents are very conservative on things, and then I have like liberal influences from school and like social media. I get both ways, but like, I do think that teenagers like the average teenager not somebody in like my situation but like the average teenager doesn't deserve 12 an hour it's nice you know in like my job i make a lot of money i don't get a lot of that money like to spend and like play around with if i did i swear i would be like draped in gold right now <laughs> um but you know it's like kind of a a difficult
0: it's it's hands down a t- touchy subject because yeah. uh not only are you looking at the people <clears throat> and not only are you looking at the people that are. Just going into that job making twelve an hour, you're considering all those people that are just either floating by. In your situation, paying yeah. back what they're doing, either putting themselves through night school, school, either doing whatever. Um, it's interesting because I had this, I had this coworker, uh, I had this coworker at Olive Garden, and uh, she was just having like a rough day. And I go, Hey, are you all right? She's like, No, I'm not. Like, uh, my grandmother, my grandmother we just found out her cancer is back in her brain, her liver, her appendix like like mm. yeah, it's it's just rough and i go i'm sorry she goes i'm sick, my little infant is sick, my car has doesn't have heat right now. I'm trying to get a new one but since i i work at Olive garden and i make and i've shitty hours um only making 10 or like 11 dollars an hour. Uh, yeah. I need a co-signer cuz my credit's not good. I don't have enough this. They denied me and I don't have a co-signer cuz i, you know, a single mom and everything right. and I, and those are the people that you're just like, oh my Lord, like can I just like, like you just want to give them the world or just right. in a way you just want to show them that uh, like, yes, it, it, there is a better there. I'm not saying there's a better life out there. Cause that just kind of sounds rude, but like yeah. that it can get better. I guess you can say it, it will get better. It will get better. And I just, and, and uh, coming from someone who is a religious person, like I do believe in God. I don't want to say I, I feel uncomfortable saying that I'll pray for you, right? Because there's because if that one if that person's not religious, I don't want them to just feel like that's pity instead of pray, right? You know what I mean? Oh, I'll pray for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like,
1: like those things on Facebook. Like one like equals one prayer. Like that's the stupidest thing. That's like. You know, like, if you're actually, like, praying for someone, it means that you're, like, looking out for them. Like, you want God to look out for them because they know that you're in, like, a a bad situation. I don't think it should be taken as a pity thing, but some people do. I can understand people seeing it from that perspective.
0: It's it's a crazy perspective to understand how that so many different situations can just be just snapped in existence and everything. So definitely, uh, going back from everything, your military standpoint and everything, uh, would you want to continue in music?
1: I'm not planning on continuing in music. It, it uh, was... <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> it was one of my um, long dreams when I was a kid to, like, go into, like, Drum Corps International and do all these super cool things. But like, Oh, my God. You have no idea Contras. how much I want to play a contra. But it's Dude. just it, it doesn't look like it's in the books for me right now. And, like, as <laughs> much as I love band and I love playing tuba, I feel like what I love most about the band is not playing tuba and doing music and, like playing, like, music from Sassido and all these other, like, famous composers is definitely the people that I'm all about. Like, I love my section like i'm their section leader i love them to pieces i like care about them more than i care about like my own life like i would like die for them if Brec- I'm being completely breakfast honest. Breakfast of champions breakfast of champions yes mm-hmm. you know and, and you know i do i do anything for them i always here for <clears throat> them and i know that i have like i've met like some of the greatest people like you i met you from Aww. band i met <laughs> i met jackson from band nick hilmes from band i've met phoenix and zach and carlos like they're all my very closest friends and i'd like go to them for anything you know and i know they have my back and i feel like that's what i love most about band and sure it would be super awesome to do drum corps but it's like twenty five hundred dollars a year you're you're not getting paid that's for not the that's,
0: that's 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 just uh the actual like you know getting into the core. yeah that's not even gas money that's not even food that's not even stuff you have to buy it's for so,
1: it's so much money And don't you even
0: have to like not even either rent or rent to own your own instrument right I don't know. Well, maybe if I don't think that you're going to be buy your own contra, but even still, renting your own contra. Right?
1: No, it's it's just <clears> so expensive, <throat> and that would be so cool to do. And like, if I was going, if I was going to college straight out of high school, like, yeah, I would like maybe try and save up and do that, but. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I don't, I don't plan on going into music for my career. Like there are some people that are like bando commando, like trying to like go be like a band director at some high school or go be like a composer or go play in the symphony. That's just not me. So
0: you wouldn't want to be in the uh, coast guard band or something? No no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like no, nah, I want to shoot people. My I'm
1: mom, sure. <laughs> my mom is always trying to get me to go in the Marine Corps, uh, mm-hmm. which I don't want to go in the Marine Corps. I really want to go to the Coast Guard. I think mm-hmm. that's just where my heart is. Yeah. Um, but she's like, you can go to the Marine Corps band or like the recruiter will come to the band room and they'll be like, "Hey, this is the Marine Corps band. You can come try out for this. We're yeah. looking for people with these instruments." And you know, it's just not something I feel like I'd enjoy doing.
0: Yeah, that's why I keep telling Spoon to get in here. I keep telling him because he wants to he wants to do drum oh, at yeah. least once. It's like, dude, that's expensive. I go. Who cares if it's expensive? If you want it, go do it. Yeah. He's like, you know what I mean? Like you only get one one chance cuz what? Age out's 21, yeah, right? Yeah, it's
1: like 21 or 22 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something
0: like that. Wait, like whether you're born on this month or whatever, like if you're if you're turning 22 with it or something like that, the rules or whatever, you, if you get out of high school what? And he's already 18. Yeah. Like go do it at least one year, you know what I mean? Like, no, you know, for sure. get a second job, get three jobs. You know what I mean? You don't have to go directly into school or something like that. Like just because he wants to go into music. Yeah. I go what no, drum corps so teaches you.
1: <coughs> but like like just like a limberg thing that like limberg people would know, oh limberg band people specifically is that you look at all the directors and like almost all of them besides Weiss has been in like a drum corps, you know, yeah. like Lensenbert's been in Colts, the, the Colts, you know, Patton's been in Cavaliers, yeah. you know, like uh, Arana, Arana, did Phantom. Arana did Phantom, Silvermans, Silverman's did, did Cadets. Um, Cadets. Yeah, it's just it's just all this like it's just the coolest thing to like, yeah. what and like find the years that they did their shows. It's just the coolest thing. So if like he ever did end up being a band director, be like, oh yeah, I was in the Cavaliers in like <clears throat> 2020. Like, oh look at my show, and, and they'll like be blown away. Because I remember, <laughs> I remember because drum corps. I would love to do it. It's not something that's probably in the books for me. I don't think it's in the books for me, and I don't care about it enough to pursue it and like work three jobs a day just so I could go yeah. do it. I feel like for me personally in the track that I'm going on, it'd be a waste of time. But I do remember being a freshman because like I had wanted to play tuba in marching band since I was in third grade.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why tuba?
1: Okay. Well
0: <laughs> Why it's a tuba funny, it's out a of funny story. all instruments? So
1: when I went When I moved here in the third grade, I moved from like a bad part of town, and then I came into Limburg, and everything was like super nice here, you know. Uh Um, And so we went to our first football game. I was in the third grade. My mom had bought me a new T-shirt, that like a Limburg T-shirt that I could wear, and I was so excited. (laughs) And uh, we, I saw the marching band, and I was like, (laughs) 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 Yeah, I saw them march down, and I was like, Whoa, that's cool. And then they played their show. I don't remember what show that was. I think it was Blue. No, it wasn't Blue. Blue was was, yeah. it It was arrhythmia it was oh, a ryth- it was arrhythmia wow. i remember looking at the sousaphone phone in uh, i don't know who it was oh my like, gosh
0: that might have been arrhythmia because i was fourth grade yeah it was def- yeah. it was definitely
1: arrhythmia i remember the heart symbols
0: yeah you know? um wow. i remember
1: seeing the big shiny one and uh, the <laughs> big shiny tuba the big shiny <laughs> sousaphone, and i was like mom mom I'm gonna play the big one, you know? And now I play tuba in high school. My mom always tells me how proud of she proud of me she is for doing that. She's like, You saw something, you wanted it, you got it. No, no, like I yeah. I stopped at nothing to get tuba. Like I was like doing all the things. I like I went I was playing <laughs> I went into strings and I was playing viola and then Ew. I decided <laughs> I decided like in fifth grade I wanted to move to cello so that I could use to bass clef and so then I went to trombone in middle school and then I went to tuba and then I was sousaphone and then i was Ooh. section leader and it's just been awesome you know
0: i think i think that i think that that's what kind of orchestra like, kind of gets screwed orchestra goes in fourth grade and, yeah. and then band comes in fifth grade and then they lose all the orchestra kids and then they're yeah. just like shit <laughs> because weiss comes in and he can sell B.
1: Weiss comes in he's like and he, can the tell you, he, he makes all the fart jokes yeah and all, he knows how to appeal
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eagle, he can tell you he can he can sell you a pen. It's great. um <clears throat> No, I always thought that dude, I I whenever I um first we, like the old football we all the old football games. Uh, I think my first time going to a football game I think was either fifth I think it was either fifth or fourth grade, fifth or sixth grade something like that. I think it was the start of middle school, and yeah, I just see the the marching band uh you know march down and I think it was pink out and I just saw everybody just <laughs> like or whatever and it was Aladdin so cool man it was so tough and i remember i was like i want to do that i want to do that and then little you know bitch uh, freshman year i'm gonna be on the snare line <laughs> ha! <laughs> ha! funny he's on rack four years you're on rack four years in <laughs> a row oh my gosh yeah <laughs> shut up oh <laughs> uh, no that's that that's that's it but you know, I didn't do it because I and I and I had to have like a quick reality check, but I had an epiphany. I was like, I'm not going the drum corps. I, I still have right. I, I had the dreams
1: of mom, oh, well, yeah. well, mom. Think- I'm gonna be Brandon Erlander.
0: Ah, <laughs> 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 I'd have a reality check. Wait, if I can't even make it on the high school snare line, how the fuck am I gonna make it on the blue? Oh <laughs> no! Yeah, I know. <laughs> Rip. everyone's
1: had that moment oh, i remember yeah. i remember being a freshman after like my after the queen's crown i thought that mm-hmm. was I, that's to the date like my favorite show just mm-hmm. because i thought i thought it was so cool mm-hmm. you know and i remember like going onto youtube and like looking up our marching band and then all of a sudden i see this thing and it's like dci like indianapolis blue coats and i'm like what is dci you know and yeah. i find out it's like professional marching band da, 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 da.
0: <laughs> Oh, yeah. And I
1: just, I, I, I spent like hours just watching compilations mm-hmm. of videos on videos of these oh, like yeah. drum cores. And I'm like, well, this is the coolest thing ever. And so that's there was all a point in time. Yeah, there was a point in time where like all I wanted to do was be like on the blue coats contra line. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> obviously, that's <coughs> not going to happen now, but it's just fun to look at how much I've changed.
0: It, yeah. It's, it, it, oh, me too. I went from, because I was like watching YouTube and I just go, holy crap. Cause like, uh, like, whenever you like a video, it goes into like a liked playlist or whatever yeah. on the YouTube. And it's going through all my liked videos trying to find one. And I see all these drum core videos and drum set <laughs> videos and everything that are all liked. I and remember I go, watching them
1: with you. And I'm like,
0: oh my God, like this all freshman year cringe. <laughs> I was drumming like crazy because I thought that was my life. That was before I started podcasting. That was before I wanted to go on the radio. That was before I right. wanted to be this and that and that. I didn't really have a dream. I, I, think, I think what am I... I wanted to be a radio host or I wanted to... Do be a drummer or in a band or something like that. That was like my freshman right. year goals. And then sophomore came. Then junior year came where I started DJing and then I was like, oh shit, you know what I love doing? <laughs> like, this is cool. This is cool. This is I don't have to drum. Like, I'm actually decent at this, you know rack four years in a row <laughs> i loved rack though that's the thing like no, even it though, definitely though su- no, su- su- it suits it suited my profile it
1: suited you but not that's not saying anything bad about you no I just like i always remember being like i couldn't imagine you playing like marimba <laughs> no nah, <laughs> could you uh, uh. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um i went back uh i went back on homecoming night because that's when you saw me uh and <laughs> All, all the pits are, like, like uh, grabbing me and, like, hugging me and everything. And one of the fucking stupid uh, freshmen, uh, the new member of rack, I think, comes up to me and goes, hey, JP. And I go, what's up, dude? He goes, colors and shapes. And I go, fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you know, JP? You're yeah, still using
0: shapes. Color, colors and shapes or whatever. The shapes and colors. Um, I junkie. remember watching all those. Uh, I still eat still today. and That's how I connected with one of my cousins in Chicago. My mom's cousin. So he would be, like, my second cousin or some shit like that. He's older than... My, he's, like, the same age as my mom. Um, he apparently had friends that did DCI and everything, and we were going back and forth. We'd show, like... Uh, he sent me like a uh, Phantom Regiment show one year, and then he sent me like blue coats and everything. I'm like, what? You know drum corps? He's like, fuck yeah, I know drum corps. <laughs> and uh, and he lives in Chicago. I go, dude, you and I should like go up to Indianapolis sometimes and something like that. Like like next year we should do that since you're not going to be in van or whatever if you're here, yeah. you'll probably I be went gone.
1: I St. Louis show this last
0: year. That yeah. was sick. I oh know. My God. Yeah, and then they didn't come back. They didn't come back, and I was so mad. Yeah. I was at Stumerville. when I could have gone and saw it. Because I could have gone because I was like, because that was the week we got back from Steubenville, the day, but we didn't stop for lunch. We drove straight through. So we got home back in time, ready, and I could have gone. (laughs) And someone, and and, and like you told me two months after, you go, hey, we had an extra ticket. I go, fuck! I think you were the one who was like, yeah, we had an extra ticket. I totally could have gone. Oh, well. But it's interesting to see that. And that's all. Oh, my God. I got. (laughs) I think back why I got picked on in biology class by these two assholes, (laughs) but I was watching drum videos all the time. (laughs) So like, I can't, I can't, I kind of can't blame them and everything. I
1: definitely get that.
0: Oh my gosh. So we are thirty-seven minutes in. Have anything to plug? I don't care.
1: Have anything to plug?
0: I mean I've got a couple topics already like in my head. Oh. But if you, I get sick of hearing my own voice sometimes. Believe it or not. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I mean, even though I'm the host of the show, I'm still I still am the show's running with with, right. with with you, you know what I mean?
1: I'm getting so tripped out by like hearing my voice in the microphone like in the in the earphones. I'm like, what? Is this is what I really sound like? <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: my normal
1: voice? Is this is what people think I sound like? I sound Can like you believe ditz.
0: the Rose Bowl was oh almost 3 years ago. Don't
1: don't remind me that was almost 3 years ago cuz
0: because Thanksgiving, we did the Thanksgiving parade downtown. Oh, my goodness. It was so fucking cold. Yeah, it was freezing cold. It was so awesome, though. Oh, my God. No, those were, like... <clears throat> what do you remember from the Rose Parade, like, the actual parade? Do you remember? I remember,
1: uh, I remember so- specifically people would have signs of saying, like, you're halfway there. And I remember it was, like, probably less than a quarter of, mile, quarter of a mile from the end. And there was a sign that said, you're halfway there. And I was, like, you're kidding me. <laughs> I was, like, dying. Because, like like i feel like i had like one of the harder jobs in the band because everyone else had that point in time where they got to like take their instruments down put them at their side but while they're doing that their synthophone is dancing to the to the um cadence, cadence to the cadence and so i was like dying mm-hmm. by the end of that by the end of the parade cuz it was also California and mm-hmm. it wasn't St. Louis where we had been practicing in the cold so after you do 20 whatever 24 laps you're warm yeah you're like i think it was 27 <laughs> laps on the track yeah. it was like you're warm after that you're doing like you know you warm up and then it's cold outside so it like kind of feels nice Yeah. Know? but then there it was hot and you're wearing your full band uniform and there's no circulation you're wearing like gauntlets around your wrist i'm wearing a sweatband beret on my head mm-hmm. and like it's choked off at the neck and i wear... Wo- I decided that I wanted to look hot. So I chose like the tightest uniform that could fit me, of course, because I'm thick. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I do specifically remember seeing that we we're like a quarter away from the end. And then w- there was a sign that was like, you're halfway done. And I was like, you're shitting me. Right. And then I saw another sign just down there. it's was like, that first guy's lying. You're almost there. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious because <laughs> I was on the very end of the line. So uh, I yeah. got to see all of that.
0: I was, um, I was, uh, in front of Alan, I think I was front in uh, front of Alan, and Alan was I think like two two people down beside you. Right. Weird because we were to the left. I yeah. still know exactly where I was. I can point I myself too. out. Cause I was right next to Catherine and Grayson was to my left and Hummus oh was my God, Grayson. Oh my God, Catherine! Yeah, she I was gosh. screaming at me through the whole <laughs> time because I was like, I was, cause you know we're told, cause we have the fucking plumes on our head that we right. don't just you know circle around and everything and do that. Cause it'll, you fly know, we're away. always told. And my camera just shut off. Oh well, I don't oh. care. That's why that's why I use the GoPro on you so I can have the full video oh, on you and or whatever. Love you. Oh well, so people are watching saying, "Hey, where'd Justin's camera go?" It, cause it turns off, cause it's a piece of shit. <laughs> Anywho, back to the story. Um, I was using my peripherals to make sure I didn't. See Stay. I stayed in line and Cameron's screaming at me, JP, get in line! Stop. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like okay, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, whatever this and that and we were just giving each other crap. Right. Uh, I remember oh man, I like I, 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 I <laughs> Fuck, I don't care. Um, I remember seeing my mom and my grandma whenever we passed all of our parents. Oh, they went. And, oh yeah, I they remember. went. Oh yeah, they went. And I like I was trying so hard like not to like just break down crying. Because yeah. that was like a that was a rough year because you know, my parents, my mom, uh I think my dad got let off. My dad got laid off and my mom still had her job and right. not only did she have to take care of her, you know, the Rose Bowl cost, not and then my grandma oh had my to pitch God, in. I
1: remember the rose bowl cost. That was like the scariest thing ever. It, because, yeah. you know, like, it meant so much to me. Like, because at that point, my it meant so much to my
0: mom, too. My my cousin went in 2005.
1: Yeah, no. And that was, like, exactly the time that my dad got laid off of his job. I was, like, uh, my dad was, yeah. like, the main primary income. And my, my dad just... I remember... Oh, I was. It was, like, so devastating when I found out that my dad had l- gotten laid off because I knew that the Rose Bowl was that December and that it was $2,500 to go. And, you know, like, I was like, uh, uh-huh. I have to go on this trip. I was like, it means the absolute world to me. That's uh-huh. the only time I've ever, like, begged my parents for something that cost so much. Like, I felt so bad about it but like it's just what it's, it's a, a once, once in, in a, a lifetime. lifetime like actually like it's a once in a lifetime experience that i was never going to get to experience again like i would probably never gone to california like that and gone to all these places in california we were there for like a whole week they like, we weren't even there for just parade we were there for seven days and it was like right after christmas and you know i just begged my parents so much for it but i just felt so bad that was the scariest thing ever it was oh, it's insane that, so.
0: it, it, it's awesome because it, and and Uh, I'm so happy Patrick was able to go because Patrick didn't know. Patrick and I don't really know his family's financial thing, but they were in a better place than were, but they just didn't want to pay all that money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they didn't know how much it actually like, you know, like meant to him and everything. So I completely understand like we understand, like, you know, the hesitation of wanting to pay that much money. Yeah. So, but, and and I go, hey, are you going? He's like, I don't know, man. I don't know yet. My parents don't know and everything. Cause that was his, I remember wait, that. That was his second year. Yeah. That was, that his was second That year. was our sophomore that year. That was your sophomore year. So it wasn't his, so, you know, I'm very, and I was actually really proud of him because he did it again. And I was really happy he did his junior year. I'm, right. I'm really, I'm, I understand why he didn't do it like senior year because yeah. he, it really wasn't a whole, his whole life. He had Kylie. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, he um he was working, he was busting his ass at UCLA, oh, and no. he's doing a lot of soccer and stuff like that. I don't
1: blame there you know, because like band, it's not for everybody, and you know if you don't like love it, love it, because it's six hundred and thirty dollars a person to be in our marching band, you know,
0: like so and and everyone and people may be like think, hearing this and be like, holy crap, six fifty? It's like yeah, yeah well, we but that's so much money. That is um. That's everything. That's everything though. That's the thing like That's... When, it, when you think about other clubs like baseball, lacrosse. Oh my god. Like, you know, probably the cheapest thing other than that is probably wrestling. But they right. want you to raise money because the more money they can raise on merchandise and everything, uh that goes in the mats, that goes in the food, that goes in the travel costs, that goes in the hotels whenever oh, yeah. pick p- kids that are picked from state and they go represent Limburg, it pays for that. Right. So 650 yeah, I totally understand. Can you uh, Color guard is like almost a grand Color guard, to start.
1: Color guard is like uh, it's like 800 and something dollars. That's you uh, that's, that's even crazy. They don't even get to keep their uniforms. Mm-hmm. You know the, their their band fees are like $200 extra because they have to make the flags, they have to make the uniforms they don't even get to keep those. And then it's I'm, just the experience. I'm dropping and everything.
0: <laughs> and then on top of that they have to pay for makeup and everything oh and then the hair extensions and then it's just like the tights, the shoes, uh, the practice like stuff. <laughs> So, you know, it go- everything out goes in the fact. But one thing I have to say is, just the band, like like the band standards.
1: The band standards are like Bro. a godsend. You it know? is. Because like my family this year, because there's three Zykes in the marching band this year, there was me, and then my brother John, who had done it the year before, and then my freshman brother Joey, and they all came in. That's $630 a person. That was like nearly... Joey did do it? Yeah, Joey did band. Oh. He it did. was nearly two grand for I do not know. I school. didn't
0: know he did march. I thought he didn't want to no, do it. No, he,
1: he, he was debating it, but he decided he wanted to do it to see like if he likes and he does like it but now he's planning on going to South Tech his junior year but he, oh, will, okay. he will do it again next year okay. but like that was scary you know because I remember because <laughs> my mom doesn't really know how to do the whole band signing up thing so yeah. I've done it for her every single year uh-huh. but it's just finding out
0: how much, how much you're? How much costing? It was it
1: was like a dollars It was like eighteen hundred something dollars. It was like nearly two grand for all of us to do. Oh, that was like wow. me going to the Rose Bowl yeah. and the bandstanders. Like we were we were late for signing up because my parents were scared. They didn't know what to do because you know they you know, they, they know how much it means to me. They know that it's literally my
0: world. And they want you, they want that for you because. It, uh, and it's not even saying that you're a bad person but it keeps you out of trouble you know what I mean it keeps you busy oh my god yeah it keeps no, you busy you know what I mean? if, <laughs> if you're just I feel there... like if I wasn't
1: in band I would be such a horrible little kid <laughs>
0: are you are gonna say I I was gonna be a little whore I'm <laughs> I <was> like gonna... <laughs> I mean that's your business not mine no yeah uh,
1: but for sure but that was just so scary and then we had it set up and it's the same thing for the Rose Bowl we had a whole financial mm-hmm. plan set up where it got like distributed over like 12 yep. months oh yeah and they helped us out so much mm-hmm. and they got our fees down and they just they really want the kids like I cannot thank the band parents the bandstanders the band enough for like everything that I'm mm-hmm. like I owe like almost everything to them and I
0: feel I actually feel a little more bad because uh, now that we're like thinking about this because my mom I never had to raise money for band right it was always taken care of my mom made sure that it was and uh for some weird reason whenever I went to senior checkout or whatever um my lunch fee was paid I didn't know any books, but. I owed a three hundred dollar marching band fee. Still, oh, goodness. I don't know how that happened. Well, my mom lost her job, you know, this past right. year or whatever. But I was, but that happened in February. This happened all the way in like collection fees were due in August, like through Mike Mini Camp. So apparently, those that money was not being taken out of my mom's account for some reason. And they go, hey, yeah, you owe us three hundred dollars for your marching band fee. And I go. What the what? hell? Yeah. Like, the, March, like the my season's over. This ended in November. Right. And you guys are bringing this up now. And so that raises questions because at that time, my dad was, like, in the hospital or whatever, so he wasn't working. Right. So that added more tension to things. And so I had to go crying about my grandma saying, hey, I need $200. And so she paid it. So it's just, you know, <coughs> you you. Know, just understanding about how much money you know things cost you don't understand it until you actually look at the numbers and you and now that I understand like what it's like to like bust your ass for money yeah. Like I'm very gifted that I'm able to be a professional button pusher. <laughs> if I don't, and this is going to sound really shitty, but if I literally set up all my equipment at a gig and put the minimalist effort into an actual gig, which I try not to, right. I could totally do that in my sleep because it's butt- button pushing. But the fact that I enjoy it and I can go all in and out, it makes the money seem it's like, I guess not sweeter, but it's deserved. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's rewarding, it not worth deserved, it. worth it. And like I said before, I never, you know, I was really never a kid that made bandwiches. If anything, I just go, oh, I don't need that. I probably right. should have.
1: I probably should have, I too. probably should have just to help out. I never, like, understood it. And something they talked about with us in eighth grade and then kind of, like, never talked about it again, so. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I, it was nearly never announced until they were like, hey, your bandwich forms are due this and that and that or whatever, and you're you like, know. What? And you're like, what? And then I was just like, and then I would be like, hey, mom, like, uh, I think, and, and I think that, um, I remember going up to the band directors. Uh, I went up to Mr. Weiss, and I think eighth grade or seventh grade, because remember, like, summer band. Yeah. Like, summer band is, you know.
1: Also money. <laughs> yeah. It's,
0: like, 200 bucks or something yeah, like that. It's like
1: dollars to go, both jazz and. Yeah,
0: jazz or something, like, just for a class or whatever. And I go, hey, like, right now we're kind of having some financial issues, blah, blah, blah. Like, I really want to do it. Like, what can we do? And he goes, all right, here, you bring me some money. Right now you're paid for it, but just bring me something. You know, what, bring, bring me what you can is what, like, Weiss said. Right. And I said, thank you. And I went home and I said, hey, Mom, I talked to this and that. And she goes, Justin, I have that. I have 200. It's okay. It's okay. And I go, oh, well, I kind of went out of my way and said this. And she goes, oh, my God, just take him the <laughs> 200. And I did. And, and McMahon <laughs> looks at my list and says, oh, it says you're already paid for. And I said, yeah, well, I told Weiss just here, just take this. And it was a check. And, right. And just going back and just saying how my mom just does so much for me and everything, I think that kids are not kids nowadays. God, I I don't want to say that because that makes me sound so old. (laughs) Kids nowadays, yeah. (laughs) Um, But uh, people that are being brought up today, like I said before, you don't really understand what your parents do until you're in that kind of position of a parent until you're an actual adult.
1: I had no idea because we haven't been in the greatest financial situation. situation you can do it (laughs) words mouth brain um and like we haven't been in the greatest financial situation (coughs) my entire life but i didn't know it was like a thing until my dad got laid off and i found out about that and i was like oh shit it's go time you know and then i I just start hearing about these things and all the stuff that my parents have gone through and i was like that's they're like superheroes you know like it's crazy Mm -hmm. like how much they've done and like I owe I owe almost everything I have to them. Like I owe my job to my mom. You know I would have never thought of to apply to Twisted Tree. <clears throat> she had a friend at work who was who was engaged to this woman who worked at Twisted Tree, and she's like, oh yeah, no, we're looking for kids in these this like area, and I was like. I've never had a job before. I don't know. No have my way. Was Twisted like, Tree was your first job. Yeah, I, never I was like, that. I was like, I've never had a job before. I've never been employed. <coughs> I've never like, I don't even have my license. Like I've, I'm still <laughs> in high school. Yeah. All the, all the, all the people I work with, like in, like at Twisted Tree in my job or like. Twenty and above, and they're like living on their own, and here I am, like, and coming in as a sixteen-year-old girl who has no experience with a job at all. I just apparently had like a killer resume or something like that, um and you know, I was applying as kind of a joke, if I'm being honest, you know, because <laughs> my mom was like, just, just do it, just apply. Like I heard they're looking for it's like you know Julie inside, you know, like th- you know like that that'll that'll be a plus. It's like you got sea cadets. I found because I had. The Sea Cadets, and uh, one of the like s- owners of like the whole company, because Twisted Tree is owned by Cybergs, is um, mm. a yeah, form- a yeah. former Navy EOD person so that kind of like bumped it up and I guess I looked good and so I got the job and I had no idea you know like mm-hmm. I remember getting told by one of my co-workers in the <coughs> same um job that I have <laughs> it was like he was like how old are you and I was like 16 he's like this is your first job and I was like yep and he goes what school do you go to Lindbergh and he's like you make more money than any kid in that school and I was no like- <laughs> you yeah
0: I yeah I mean besides I guess the kids that deal drugs, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> how can you, uh, you see, them
1: like rolling twenties and like yeah. this fat stack and they can't even close their wallet in class. <laughs> yes. And it's like, Oh geez, um, how do you do it? <laughs> no,
0: I tell, I'll tell you what though, you will, n- the networking is just insane. Did I tell you what happened? I, uh, so, uh, last Monday was a rough day because, uh, that was the night that, uh, everybody went to Michael's house and well, Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Um. well Saturday night I went to Michael's and then after that I drove home and my car was just being weird mm. I was smelling something weird so okay. stuff started smoking parked it in the Dearburg's drive tra- parking lot and closed it locked it walked home like, oh it, was like a, it was like a, it's from Deerberg's still my well, house it's not so. that far, but, but it was still two in the morning oh yeah this is so scary I'm calling Helena like hey uh, can you please talk to me um, I don't want to die <laughs> and she's like okay and we were just talking about my car found out I'm already nervous as hell at the gig well, you know, I was like, you know what? I already know the car's gone. Okay, that's off my shoulders. Now what do we do? And that's kind of like the, you know, summary edition besides right. like, besides all the crying and everything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the mental breakdown and the anxiety attack, which I don't really get anxious that much, but that just that day was just rough in general, but it didn't stop me from doing my job. Well, and I was able to like I was mixing some songs, having some funs. It was for a it was at Slu University. Some Limber kids were there. It was like an entrepreneurship, right? Entrepreneurship um, panel for a conference of some shit. And there was like maybe like 300 kids in front of me, but and I was a DJ to the Well, they had speakers and I was doing some stuff or whatever, and um, I was just mixing some music. And I gave out five business cards. Ooh. They came up to me and they were like, "Oh my gosh, we love your music. Like, how far can you go?" And I go, "I go. What are you talking about?" She goes, "Like, oh, wise. And I go. I've literally been sent to Cape Girardeau <laughs> for, a, for a prom. She's like, Oh my gosh. And I, and she goes, we're, Illinois, Illinois, we're in Illinois. And I go, I've been to Mesquita." And she's like, Oh my God. Okay. We're not <laughs> that <been> far. Miscuta. <laughs> Miscuta. It's like two, it's almost two hours away. Oh it's almost God. like an hour and a half. Yeah. Hey, it's, gotta it's a, get that dope. It's, it's a drive. And, um, so I gave like five business cards, Ugh, like adults were coming up to me saying, Hey man, what software are you using? Like, I was literally, like, it was insane. I had three people. I I was having conversations with, like, three people. It's like, you will never know who's going to be out there who is just looking to either network or what you have. Oh, yeah. I was doing a wedding ceremony the other day, and I was talking to a photographer, and I'm like, and he had some, like, recording gear, because he was recording the ceremony, and he was plugging into my speaker out to his recorder, because it was for a wedding video. And I go, hey, man, what else do you do? Like, is this your whole job? And he goes, oh, I'm trying to quit my other job so I can go freelance and do my own thing. I go, do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, like you have the gear, like and if you and if like I said before you just need to survive. And that's the thing. Like that's what I that's what I credit Gary Vanderchuk because um I love his quotes about how um about how people come up to him all the time and he's a famous entrepreneur, owns Vander oh, yeah. Media I know, and everything. I know who Gary Vee he's is insane, bro. I know. He's awesome. He's
1: on I, TikTok now. I, I know see I it's see. awesome. It's <laughs> I a I great his
0: videos all the time. It's, awesome. it's so cool. My favorite one is uh Gary v, I, I love what your message is, but I can't live out my passions. I can't live out my dreams because <laughs> I got bills. He goes, "All right, what are your bills? Uh, my uh, my uh, my uh, five hundred f- my five hundred thousand square inch home mansion that I can't pay for and everything, or my BMW that I'm still paying off or whatever." Right. Fuck your bills. Change your bills. Right. Why, why are you wearing Gucci? Why are you wearing Louis Vuitton? Why are I you know, wearing f- five hundred dollar Nikes or whatever? Change your bills. Move back into your parents. Eat shit for twelve years and eat go shit. live your passion. That's,
1: that's his thing. He says eat shit. I remember he was like talking about how like he drove a shitty car. He didn't do any luxuries. He didn't. Like, he didn't travel, go on vacation. Didn't travel. I'm pretty sure we just saw the same video. Like yep. he didn't travel. Didn't do anything. Saved his money. Invested. Turns out millions. You know. Yeah. That's yeah. that's scary in my mind because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a safe person. Like I don't, I, I don't mind. Like, yeah. you know, I drive a minivan. Like your it, minivan's fucking awesome. I, it's literally like. My favorite, like, I would not want to have, like, (laughs) so I'm so grateful for my grandparents because they gave me that car. You know, my only, like, the only thing I have to pay is, like, if they have to move something big that I'm recruited upon, which I'm not, I'm not. You're not appalled. Right. I'm yeah. not appalled to do like, that's not a big deal, you know? So yeah. I'm, I'm super grateful to my grandparents for giving me that car. Um, but like when I first got it, I was like, I don't want to drive a minivan. <laughs> I was like, I was, I'm was, going to drive a sports car and I'm going <laughs> to get this super <laughs> fast car and drive this really cool like yeah. JDM awesome like 350Z or some shit yeah. like that. And then I I, <laughs> I, legit fell in love with that minivan. I love that car two pieces, you mm. know? It <laughs> That
0: car is pretty sick. <laughs> Did you ever find my wallet?
1: <laughs> no, you yeah. found your wallet, didn't no, you? No, I didn't. It's not my car. <laughs> yeah, never
0: found my wallet. No, but going back to everything about how it's so true about how um you know uh, my one of my favorite quotes is what he says is he goes you will he goes I will never forget the feeling of being twenty one years old and the people that you go to school and high school with um drive up to your liquor store your dad's liquor store that you work at and bust your ass off for four bucks an hour and their la- and their BMWs get out. And you check them out, and you bring their bags of groceries to their car, and they hit you with, "Oh, you work for your dad." And he and I, my favorite quote, he goes, "All right, I'll see you in twenty years, motherfucker." Oh God! And look where he is now. Like yeah, it, th- no. it, it's 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 to the point where it's just um, it's just you know, not only is it faith, it's just holding yourself to that standard about how you know <laughs> I'm gonna accomplish the thing that I sent out to do, and I don't give a shit who says what. As long as you stop hearing the good and the bad. That's the thing that's right. hard for me. Like, I don't, of course, you don't wanna hear the bad, but if you're able to block out the good too and just still keep going. Yeah. Cause I think if you over, if you over, like, like um, hype yourself up like my mom's sitting here saying justin you can go on any show you're so outgoing in this and if i just go through that mind and i just go oh if my mom says i can do it i can do oh, anything right. no, you know that's what a I mean? bad mentality exactly yeah. you know you know what i mean i have to make sure i have to have something behind that and that's why i built this <laughs> oh, and everything well,
1: see me in 20 years fucker well, see, me see me it. in 20
0: years fucker <laughs> no that i love that dude the fact that he's on tiktok makes it oh, so much God. easier it's great. It's all,
1: he's all I see, like all the he's,
0: time. He's He's, he's hilarious. It's great. Uh, and about how uh, I'm one. I've learned from him that one, I never want to touch a credit card. No,
1: never, never in a million years. Absolutely, so those things are terrifying. They could compound it daily. It's just like the death of you. I
0: never knew they just. They're just. They're evil. They're, oh my god. Yeah. You I know. know. I mean, and l- unless you have the the actual like uh, financial stability that you know you can have one. But oh my god. Even just,
1: then, it's like. You know, like I'm in PF, personal financial management this year, and it's like, it's something, it's a, it's like a class that I have to do, but mm-hmm. like I've learned a lot in it. And it just like the way that they talk about credit cards, like both of my teachers that I have in that class are like, yeah, no, I have a credit card. I don't ever touch it. You know, that's like, don't get a credit card. Like it's it comp a compounded daily, it, it'll be the death of you. Like those bills are horrible, you know?
0: It's and insane. It's scary. It's, no, I, I totally, uh-huh. I totally understand it. I see the, uh, I see the stress <laughs> that my parents are going through right now and everything. Um, but, you know, because whenever my par- whenever my mom got laid off and she was off for five months, all of our bills, all of our groceries, all of our just, and then shit we didn't need. Right. You know, that's being completely honest. I'm going to be completely honest. Shit we didn't need. And I'm not saying like, oh, it's their fault. No, my fault too. Yeah. I'm owning it. I didn't need it. How many times did we go out and I paid for you on my parents' credit card?
1: More often <laughs> than I'd like to
0: admit. <laughs> but we did it. You know what I mean? It happened. We, we do stupid shit. And, yeah, I didn't you know, understand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We didn't understand, but you know, and and now that I and now that we're adulting and we're like, oh man, um, McDonald's sounds amazing right now. Oh my god! But it doesn't sound good to my bank. <laughs>
1: yeah, and like after work every single night because I work hella hours. You're not allowed all to take
0: food home, are you?
1: From work? Yeah. I mean, like maybe mashed potatoes, like maybe mashed potatoes. They won't be. <laughs> They're kind of cheap there. Like, I mean, like, yeah, I work at a steakhouse. It's not yeah. like I get to eat steak every single no. night. Like, I work. It's not an easy job if I'm being honest, because so many, so many of my friends are like, "You make $700 every two weeks." It's like, I'm working at McDonald's. I make $200 every two weeks. It's like, how, how are you doing? And I was like, "Well, we're open five days a week. We're open Tuesdays through Saturdays. I work after school every day, right after school. I go home, change clothes." go to work and I'm there till midnight every single night and then I do homework for two hours after that and then it's two in the morning and then like during the marching season that was bad because you know (sighs) like there's zero hours so you have to be at school at like six in the morning so like my schedule was I would wake up at five get to school at six go to school right after school go to work be there till midnight do homework till two in the morning shower go to bed at three wake up at five go to school at six over and over and over and over again and it's not like it's not easy, so you know you just <laughs> those those like kind of hours. I mean like yeah, and like a lot of people are like, "Wow, you make seven hundred dollars to it every two weeks? Like that? That's crazy! Like you must not be doing shit." Like I, <laughs> I do hella shit. I don't remember where I was going with that though. Where did you ask? <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember. I got. I you got so are trellable. completely
0: fine. No, um, I was just talking about how just, um, adulting about how you know you uh, whenever you adult just buying fast food and everything oh
1: yeah no after cause I'll work till midnight every <laughs> night and I come I come home I don't want to make food you know like and we'll have like leftovers in the yeah. fridge but like the only decent way to like do those leftovers is um like heat up the oven like I don't want to use a microwave cause it'll just taste disgusting and it's yeah. unsatisfying and then you go to bed feeling like shit mm-hmm. you know uh so like waiting for the oven to heat up that takes like an hour and that's why McDonald's just yeah, comes in it's, it's on the way home it is <laughs> it is on the it's way legit, home it's legit like Right down the road I'm like I'll spend a couple bucks I'll spend like five bucks Get 20 chicken nuggets And then I'll go <laughs> home
0: But it's like that When I work every single night It's like said, But if you do that every night That's not five bucks That's what that Five Let's see Monday It adds five, up. 10 15 20 25 And then you're gonna wanna drink Right, and no. Or, and then it an ice adds cream up. Cone. It's so <laughs> bad. I've
1: been trying to, that's like my biggest thing is that like, I have like so little money to spare and it's like after I pay like my gas and everything for like my car, because I do drive a lot, you know, like driving out here, it's like five bucks because I, <laughs> you live I on drive, the other I, side I, of the district. I, yeah, I drive a Mopar car, you know, like it yeah. <laughs> we also live on opposite ends of the district so it's I not know. the easiest, easiest yeah, on my tank. However, I don't mind either. I know. But, like, other than that, I'll be spending most of my money on food, like, Waffle House Wednesdays with the Sousa phones, and showing up at Waffle House
0: at 5 in the morning, giving you know, up. Do you know the coworkers yet?
1: I do. They actually, oh, they're so nice. There's this one girl. <laughs> her name text is Candy. <sighs> Her name, says t- uh, her name tag says Candy. Um, yeah. I remember during the marching season, after we had been going there for a while, um, there she, w- she was like, yeah, I'm new here, but I know you guys are here like 5.15 every single morning. It was to the point where she started setting up our waters and our like all, all of our silverware for us, no. expecting uh. us. And then like once the marching season was over and we didn't have to be there at 5 in the morning, we would come at 6. And she was like, I had your waters all set up at 5. And I was like, where were you guys? And I was like, well, we don't have to be at school at 6 anymore, so we'll come later. And she's like, oh, just plan for that then. The sweetest, the sweetest that people. Is adorable, it's like dude. the greatest thing. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I mean, they al- they haven't always been like the sweetest, you know. They just th- the workers there. They shuffle. It's Waffle House, so mm. it shuffles out like every once in a while. Okay. Also, for context of people listening, in the sousaphone section, um, for the past decade, I found out. Um, for the past, like, over the past decade, every single Wednesday, the saxophone section goes to Waffle House. We call it Waffle House Wednesdays. And it's just kind of like this tradition thing. So that's what we do. So, like, the workers shuffle out. But there was, at, like, one point in my sophomore year, they, like, threatened to call the cops on us. They called the school. They called the school <laughs> and our band directors, and they're like, these kids are brats, you know? They, like, they're <coughs> playing music. It's five in the morning. They, they just sat there, and they didn't order anything. And I was like, th- we all got food. <laughs> It's <laughs> like we all ordered. That's stuff. when you
0: show. That's when you like keep your receipt and you go, "Hey, fucker!" Like, it legal, like we was like, "Bro, got-
1: I literally bought food." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I totally get it. Uh, this do- year it's great though. Are you doing track? I am doing track this okay. year. Doing track. I'm A little scared for track this year because a lot of my friends. Um, <gasps> <laughs> this year we're we so by freshman year we were so good on coaches. We had like all these coaches, and then Gozy, our ma- head coach, he retired, and yeah. then Coach Draghi took over as head coach, and then. You know, these other coaches are, like, coming and going. So I don't even know if we have, like, running coaches this year. <laughs> track is, like, always – yeah. But I'm, like, we're – track is always, like, even the guys' track. Like, Coach Peterson just retired. Like, he's, yeah. he's been track coach for years yeah, for the Peter- guys. Mr. Peterson, and yeah. And he <laughs> – oh, I feel so bad for him because he has to deal with the cross-country boys. Damn. Um, They're kind of a wild card. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I'm, like, kind of nervous because I know I don't have as many people in the track that I know in this year shout out (laughs) riley
0: adams he's a god oh my
1: god riley adams Uh -uh. he was
0: in my pack dude we would uh he would get so annoyed because like you know we not only do we have we had like a lot of you know both political sides and right so he would be on the side of like uh all the guys who just sat there and i just sat wherever i wanted to sit so, and him and I would just like talk about PC specs and stuff like that and whatever. I would, because like, he knows PCs, like the back of his hand. Right. So I would go to him and be like, hey, is this a good deal? Like, what do I need? This and that. My budget's $700. he would be like, this and that and that. And then, and then one day, like, our like, whole entire pack got into like a super, like, <clears throat> huge, like, political argument. I'm dying. I'm so sorry. It's fine. Um, and uh, the pack teacher, Miss Bowen, she's like super new. I think she was at CBC for like two years. Was like, oh my god, you guys are speaking! Keep going, and we're literally screaming at each other. <laughs> and uh, and at the, and then like at seventh hour after at seventh hour like that day, I saw Riley in the hallway, and I go, I go, Riley, I was back, and he's like, fuck that class, dude, I can't stand it. Oh I'm so done. But we just started cracking it laughing. He's a cool dude. I felt so bad for him because I was a fucking douche my freshman year.
1: Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> people grow up do i freshmen suck
0: yeah i will say i was true. like
1: this last year like when i, I was don't remember you freshman year
0: i didn't start talking i didn't start talking to you until uh
1: you, you didn't you remember me my freshman year i do
0: not I yeah knew who you i mean were.
1: i knew who you were i knew you through jackson and all about them um and like i was like honorary percussionist because i was friends with all of them i remember that they put me they always put me in their percussion group chats and i was like i don't belong you oh know? yeah that's right uh <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah um i didn't really know you until i was a old sophomore. cmd huh yeah, I will I would go to um old oh, C M D, Jesus Christ. Oof. I was going through my camera roll the other day mm-hmm. and I found a screenshot from the original Trick Me Daddy and I was like
0: Oh no what way. is this? Remember when we all got along? Yeah. <laughs> remember we all didn't want to kill each other. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh. Yeah. No, but I remember um Sonic after the football games with Cody. Cody yeah. Sass. I remember yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I haven't seen Cody in a bit, that's sad.
0: Uh, I haven't seen him. Uh I haven't seen him in like at least a year because I remember he was here when I had my laptop. I got my laptop last year around November, so it was after that. And it in my room was like we had this room, we were in here, yeah, but it wasn't decked out like I it was remember. now, like it wasn't like the jerseys or like you know. That's the, when
1: Jackson was like, "Let's go take the signs off the Toys R Us thing," and we were all like, "No, do you not remember that?"
0: me there
1: was they were like trying to there was like the shopping cart things outside toys r us and toys r us had shut down at that point um and they were like let's go take down the sign and cody was like no
0: (laughs) (laughs) don't do that because he was being
1: a fucking adult even though he's like not an adult it was it was fun it was fun
0: well, we are about. We just passed the hour mark. Everything. The plug, Audrey. I don't have anything to plug. You don't have anything to say to the one viewer of this. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the one viewer. Um, you're pretty. You're pretty. You're pretty popular. So I feel am like we're, I, we're, uh, I don't think get, I'm popular. You're popular in the band.
1: <laughs> I'm popular in the band. Everyone knows me in the band. Hey, that's still
0: 300 members.
1: Uh, that's 300 people. <laughs> that's still uh, 300 people. I was homecoming court. <laughs> it's because <laughs> band is a cult. Um <laughs> yeah. shameless plug uh hit me up on Instagram if you want a job at Tree we're hiring. <laughs> we're looking for people in my position it's called servers assistant. Servers um, you servers bitch. I servers bitch on Plate Goblins. Then there's a whole bunch of names for it. Mm-hmm. Um it's hell. It's a lot of work. The people are amazing. I love them. I love working there. Um it's just rough if you're still a high school student <laughs> and mm-hmm. you're working cuz I work full full-time hours. Like you know this like was oh, is it like 40? No, it was like 32 hours a week is full time hours. I work 38 hours a week. Plus that.
0: Uh, oh, I actually before we go, I have two things. <coughs> That's one. No, I'm um, what two things? One, what advice would you give to an incoming freshman that want to do that wants to do sa- uh, Sousaphone?
1: And then Coming Freshman, the what's to do sousaphone? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, sousaphone particularly. Our section may not seem like it's the kindest, but it's definitely the um, most heartwarming place in all of the band. And we are the tightest group of kids that I think we have in the band. Just looking at the other sections and like, some of the issues they got going on there. Like, Pitt is super tight this year. The yeah. sousaphone section was super tight this year. It's been like that most years. Um so like even uh-huh. if it seems scary and even if they're making fun of you, I promise you, it's yeah. out of love. Oh yeah, it's out we, of love. we bully our freshmen to make them stronger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: and so then, when new freshmen come in, they can get picked on. It, it, it's oh a yeah, train. it's a train. It's it's a train. You <laughs> it's know, a train. People
1: pick on freshmen. It's and fun.
0: what would you say to someone coming into high school that uh like what would you say to your freshman self?
1: Oh, my freshman self. <laughs> oh god. Uh, <laughs> why are you laughing so much? <laughs> <laughs> okay, my um my freshman self um. <laughs>
0: you got it. Um,
1: what would I say to my freshman self? Um, keep on trucking as much as keep it seem-
0: on trucking. As much
1: as it seems like this sucks and high school sucks and oh my god you're in love with this boy it doesn't matter like oh my god chill out it's fine you're gonna be okay. Um,
0: it's okay I'll break your heart. Don't. Be- <laughs> Do you remember when I said that? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when I said that? You go, Oh, there's a cute guy and I go, hey eh, yeah, she he'll break her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. And then Seth that was the first time Seth really hung out with us and Seth was dying at McDonald's.
1: Oh my god, yeah, I remember <coughs> that. Um yeah, to oh, my so fresh so. myself? Um right. keep your head high, keep on trucking. Yeah. Relationships are stupid. Um bullying is stupid.
0: <laughs> that makes you sound like a bully.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, it does. I'm whatever. And bullying is stupid. Like you can't take that shit for real. Yeah. It's, it's it's such a joke.
0: <clears throat> All right. Well, this has been the first. You were the first female in the Minic Mindset, Audrey Zyke I am so happy. I Thank you, like guys. I feel like I
1: barely count because I only hang out with dude. <laughs>
0: That's like, a that's a I'm valid like, point. I'm one of the boys. Okay, one of the boys. Thank you guys so much for all the support on this podcast. Um, the video will be available on my YouTube channel at Justin Paul. Uh, the audio podcast will be available on Spotify. In a matter of like two seconds after this is done recording, it t- doesn't take yeah. no effort. But the actual video will take some time, so be patient with us. Thank you guys so much for all the support. Take care, guys, and we'll see you in the next one. Peace.